Let's welcome in Glenn Suter, CFL and TSN analyst. Glenn, how's it going, man? It's going well. How are you, Andy? I am doing well. And, hey, the Toronto Argonaut fan base could be doing a lot better, too, if they get to watch Deron Carter in town. What do you think about that possibility with all the distractions included that come with Deron Carter? Diva, uh, you know, that's his reputation. Yeah. Discarded, yeah, right? Discarded by the Rough Riders. Montreal, who could, Glenn, God, Montreal needs a Deron Carter. Not interested. What do you think of him coming to the Argos? Well, first of all, I think a lot of teams could use his athletic ability, could, could use the, the athlete that is Deron Carter. Yeah. The problem has, all, has never been his athleticism or what he can produce on the field. That's never been his issue, as you know. As you mentioned, it's that diva attitude, that me-first attitude that he has a reputation for. And, you know, you thought that with a coach like Chris Jones, who sort of lets guys be themselves, that he could thrive in that environment and maybe understand and then sort of buy in a little bit to the team first concept. In Toronto, I'm a little surprised that Toronto is the team that looks like they may sign him, only because Mark Tressman is very clear with his players on the culture that he's trying to build. And all my discussions with Coach Tressman has always been team first. And that goes from how they line up for the national anthem to everything they do on and off the field while they're together. I mean, it is, it is you either told the line and you, and you told the team first line or you're not part of this team. That's been his mentality. That's been what he says and practices in reality. Um, now, the dynamic that's going on here, and I haven't talked to either of the guys since this news came out, uh, Mark Tressman or Jim Pop, but part of the dynamic here could be, Andy, that Jim Pop knows Deron Carter from his time in Montreal. Um, Jim Pop was the guy who, almost for different reasons, this is a different player, different type of player completely, but for different reasons, sort of talked Mark Tressman into bringing James Wilder Jr. onto the roster last year and said to Tressman in their, you know, in their conversation, and I'm sort of paraphrasing here from what I, sure. I've learned from Coach Tressman, but but Jim Pop saying, you know, trust me on Wilder. He's going to help our team. And Wilder was not a guy that was on the top of the radar for, for Coach Tressman at that time. But he trusted in Jim Pop's opinion. And Wilder, of course, made a major difference in one of the reasons that they won the championship. So that same dynamic could be going on right now between, you know, a, a GM who says, Coach, trust me, we can rein Drunk Carter in and boy, could we use his athletic talent. And Tressman's probably saying at this point, I hear you on the talent. I'm very concerned with the other side of it, and they're trying to work through that. Um, this would be his last chance mm -hmm. for Carter, no question. And this could be possibly, and I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic with Carter here, this could be with the discipline that Tressman expects, sort of the Randy Moss, Bill Belichick, connection. Randy ah. Moss had that had that diva sort of mentality and the only place that it changed was in New England with Bill Belichick. And and maybe there's a chance for Deron Carter in Toronto in that same sort of um, narrative. Interesting. And I wonder too not and, and maybe not for the same type of issues that his father did in Chris Carter, but he had the he needed the change of scenery and then became a Hall of Fame receiver from the Eagles 
over to the Vikings. And it, when he was on his last chance, something clicked, and off he went to a Hall of Fame career for yeah for Deron Carter. As you said earlier, Glenn, we know when he is right. This dude is unreal on the field. And for Jim Pop, who brought him in, now was Jim? Jim finished with the Alouettes in 2016. Yeah. Did he also let Deron Carter go, or was that after him? I'm not sure. No, that was after. No, that okay. was after. And but he, you know, again, he was one of the guys that I'm sure, you know, had the conversation with Carter. And and now he, you know, when he was in Montreal, he's in the same sort of boat here i mean he's a gm not the coach and he is he is talking about the the player and the person but the athletic addition to the coaching staff and now with mark tresman you you've got to understand and i i'm sure i you know again i i haven't talked to coach tresman about this particular uh move or news but i have to believe that tresman is going to have the conversation with the ron carter and say look there will be zero tolerance, absolutely zero. This is not a situation like you've been in other teams where when something goes sideways, you turn to the coaching staff and say, you deal with it, I'm going to go and do my thing. That's not going to happen in Toronto, not even with the sort of past history, you know, with, with um, the GM. So you're, you're looking at, you're looking at a absolute last chance for Deron Carter I hope he can see it, understand it, and buy in because I, I love watching his athletic ability on the field like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You really do. Yeah, it'll be, boy, I, I would love to, to see it. And that's a weapon for McLeod Bethel Thompson of the Argos. Now he's getting a little bit of momentum in his first two starts, both comeback victories. You add that to the equation. And, Glenn, I'm sure from Jim Pop's perspective, he might be thinking, all right, this could be the tool, if he's right, that could help separate us from the rest of the division and try to solidify that second seed in the East. Well, let's, let's just say, hypothetically, that Carter buys him. Right, and he and he and he understands it's the last chance, and he buys in, and he just toes the company line. I say company; that's maybe the wrong way. Toes the team line. Okay, yeah. a, little, a different dynamic in football, but toes the team line, and and that that means that now with Anthony Coombs added, the speed of Martise Jackson, the the great possession ability of S.J. Green and Amante Edwards, who can still both get deep, by the way, but you know they're they're those great second down converters. I think yeah, it, it would really round out that offensive weaponry for the for the Argos. I mean, now they have a little bit of everything, and and even you know you could say a lot of everything. I mean, Martise Jackson and Deron Carter together as speed receivers, playmakers down the field. How do you defend them? How do you how do you double team in certain situations that team? And Anthony Coombs again, I think is one of the most unrated players. Underrated players in the game. If he could just stay healthy, he's he is such a great addition um, coming out of the backfield and doing what he can do. So, so yeah, I, I think you know. First of all, McLeod Bethel Thompson is a top quality person. First, fits into that structure. Maybe he can help Carter as well. And he's writing his own story. And a good start for him in his in his journeyman like yeah. sort of. <laughs> it's crazy. It really is. 30 years old, getting your first real opportunity and taking full advantage of it. I, I love that story as well in Toronto. In conversation with Glenn Suter, CFL on TSN Analyst. Now, Glenn, some league news coming out that uh, the CFL has decided they are going to relax 
touchdown celebration rules. And, of course, one of the knocks on the NFL is the no fun league, right? It's all right, hey, you just flip the ball, and if you try to have any fun, shame on you. Well, the CFL is looking to go a little bit of the the other way. Are you a fan of this? I I personally like the kind of the pomp and circumstance, as long as it's within reason, but... Yeah, within reason, and I, I do as well. You know, I, I've, I've bought into the evolution of the game, whether it's the player safety end, you know, the old school guy in me says we should be able to hit receivers over the middle and all those things. You, you've got to let that stuff go. It is, it is old news now. The league is moving forward. All leagues are moving forward in these directions, and this is one of them, the celebration aspect in Canada. I, I don't think they made this decision to, you know, to, to, to say anything or make a statement to the NFL in any way, shape, or form. This is listening to their fans and understanding the social media element of pro sports today. That those little clips get on Instagram, they get on YouTube, they get on Twitter, and all the other social media platforms. And those little celebration clips are talked about by fans that aren't necessarily necessarily diehard football fans but are people that you know want to see what's new and what's happening and are just staying in touch and and if one of those little clips gets a a a fan a 25 year old in toronto or montreal or vancouver or wherever to buy a ticket to go see the game because they say hey this is kind of cool it's interesting it looks fun i'm going to go check it out that's that's why this decision was made i think and yeah and it has to be so i i'm old school and i used to when i played I used to be so dang tired if I ever could get to the end that I that I tossed I tossed the ball to the official and moved on to catch my breath. But the old school guy in me says, "Hey, just you know, respect, celebrate with your teammates, and get and be done with it. Get on to the next play." But I've evolved, and I think everybody has to. And I like this. I think it's great rule. Let's have the guys have some fun within reason. But did you read the fine print, Andy? Oh, what what? Okay, well, in the fine print, you know, when you look back at at the grabbing of the camera as a prop, the TSN ah. camera, well, well, later in the announcement from the league, the, the, the note was, oh, and by the way, whatever prop you may grab, you are responsible for financially if you oh. drop or break it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. You'll so, get a so bill. Darvin Adams. Yeah, so Darvin Adams in Winnipeg, it was really cool. I love that one when he grabbed the sideline camera and he started shooting his teammates. I love that one. That is great. But if he if he drops that camera, it's worth about fifty k. That could you imagine, (laughs) Darvin Adams? You're playing for free for the rest of the year, bro. <laughs> so that so, that is great. So you hey, you can be as cute as you want, but yeah, if you break it, you bought it. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, you can't you can't extend it. You can't have a prop <laughs> hidden in the goalpost assembly or in your uniform, that kind of thing. But I love the and it was the last little note. Oh, and by the way, to the players, if you drop it, you buy it. That's that's <laughs> amazing to me, Glenn. Yes, I've I've uh, I, I never read the fine print, but once again, it's a good idea to do so. Yeah, uh, and, and there's some other notes in here it says you can't do anything like the the old throat slash or any right. real offensive stuff, which we get, but something fun crawling through the tunnel that we saw, right, or or any sort of uh, choreographing of of touchdowns. It's fun, like back in. What, when when Terrell Owens and stuff, the popcorn or or uh, uh, yeah, was yeah. Ocho Cinco pretending he's rowing a canoe or something like those, have some fun with it. It's an, it's all about competing for the entertainment dollar. 
Get your clip on YouTube. Get your clip, yes. your little celebration clip on Twitter and all those things. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's a, it's a ton of fun. And, you know, and, and the other element of it, if I'm the Edmonton Eskimos, and my, my boss, our TSN producer, brought this up to me. When Duke Williams ran through the signage after his touchdown, he ended up getting a penalty, which will no longer under these new regulations be a penalty. So he, he ran into that signage. And Chris Cuthbert and I were calling the game, and we both talked about booster juice. Mm. We, we, were, we were both saying Duke Williams just went in for a booster juice. <laughs> now, if I'm Edmonton, I'm taking that little clip of television to 500 or 600,000 viewers in that game. And I'm saying, guys, if you buy sign, signage on the sideline, this could happen. Yeah, free advertising. Well, not totally free, and, and, but, you and know. That, yeah, and that advertising that extends just having the sign there to another level, maybe that little clip goes to mm. YouTube or Twitter or thousands of followers see that, and all of a sudden they go, hey, boost! I'm going to try Booster Juice. <laughs> you know, it's out there, and it's natural. It's not a forced commercial, right? That, that's, that's always so exactly. much more powerful. Wow. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just organic. It just happens on Yes, course. absolutely. Well, Glenn, hey, uh, really appreciate you taking the time here. Have, uh, which games do you call them this weekend? I just have the one because I had the fishing trip lined up. So right. uh, the producer, yeah, producer said we'll give you the Lions Saskatchewan game at the end of the week so you can have time to clean the fish and maybe even barbecue <laughs> a couple. <laughs> well, enjoy the fish, Glenn, and we'll uh, be watching you on Saturday. Thanks, Andy. All Appreciate right. it. See you later, Glenn Suter, CFL on TSN analyst. How about that?